are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to an amazing, incredible episode of Because You Asked. I'm Barry Nussbaum. We are sitting in the control room of the bunker that sits below the central municipality building here in Eshkelon, Israel. It is the largest city close to Gaza. Where we are sitting now is about five to six miles from the Gaza border. And our guest today is Brigadier General Reserves, Yossi Grinfeld, and his assistant behind him is his son, who we have seen in other episodes, Major Ami Greenfield, who will be available to translate when necessary. Yossi, thanks for joining us. Nice to meet you. So can you explain to our viewers what we are sitting in here? What is this place? Actually, along the years, we understand that even the uh, cities, the cities hall, must get or have a place than when it's war or operation started, uh, we can run the city as we run in return. Uh, along the year we prove it and make it comfortable uh, because uh, the last operation, Sukaitan we call it, it was uh, three Protective years ago. Edge. Protective yeah. edge. We had to sit for about two months in the place, and even when it's out outside, it's fire and bombing and a lot of noise. Uh, we have to sit in a very quiet area and to do the decision and to operate with the army, the police, the firemen, uh, ambulance. We have to. Uh, combination the all uh, stuff uh, to work and give what the civilians uh, system needs so we are in a bunker below your regular offices uh, as I showed on the video coming in we went through one steel door and then a second steel door the first one was for bombs or explosives and the second one seals this center uh, from any outside air. So in yep. case of a gas attack, everything in here is, as I understand it, sealed, so the gas can't get in and kill right. the people like you right. and the army that would be down here protecting the city. Um, there are 150,000, 140, 150,000 people here, and from this control room, you would run the city of Eshkelon in the next war. Am I correct? Yeah, right. It's correct, uh, and we uh, do it even when we feel that something gets wrong, you know, they shoot at night. We uh, call all our people, even it's midnight, as you see, people are sitting behind the wall, and we call the whole Minhala, uh, I mean, all the management staff. Yeah, everyone got his place here, and we see what we can do or what's the need of the population in Ashkelon, 
and we do the better that we we can and as you know we got a lot of uh, experience right so we know exactly how to act and how to perform uh, to act to act right so in the last operation when the missiles and rockets and Qassams were coming from Gaza how much time did citizens here in Eshkelon have between the time a rocket crossed the border and got here? Yeah, 30 minutes. Seconds. Seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So half a minute and the rockets hit. Yeah. So you, you have time to run 20 feet and then the rockets are hitting. Now outside, Amit showed us where the parking lot blew up and where your truck got hit. Yeah. And it was right outside your office? Yeah, it was outside and uh, people know how to act. If you are on open areas, you just lay down. If you are between building, you get inside. If you're near a shelter, you run to the shelter. The shelter always opens. Everyone got a, a place that he knows in his house where to hide if he haven't got the shelter. Well, people are quite very um, human in yeah, experience yeah yeah there is also education in schools like just some states in America deal with wildfires or with uh, hurricanes or earthquakes I don't know their procedures here they train kids in school to find shelter to find the safest spot in less than 30 seconds so all the kids that go to school here, All the adults that live and work here are all trained where to go within 30 seconds, if possible, to be safe. Yeah. Now, Amit, on the way in, you showed us a, a, an interesting place where you stopped when you were on duty during the last operation. Yes. I was very lucky, actually, Barry, because the alarm went off when I was just outside of Pizza Hut. <laughs> So I found myself uh, eating pizza in, outside of the oven with the owner because that was the most inner part of the pizza. Um, the rocket indeed hit the city a few hundred meters from us. So you, you took shelter, you said you stopped your car in the middle of the street, ran into Pizza Hut, yeah. which was inside the, the structure, and so that was safer than being outside. Next to the oven, that was the most inner part, therefore the safest part. Incredible. Yes. So, General, if I can call you that, and out of respect to your service, tell us a little bit about your military background. Um, um, get to the Army at 1972. It was one year before the October War. The uh, Yom Kippur War. Yom Kippur War. Right. And I've been, I started my serving in the armed forces as a reconnaissance. A fighter and in time I'll become a, a company commander a regiment commander and a lot of work in the second part of my service I removed to the intelligent and we can't talk about that and, and what we can't talk about oh, you can't talk about it you're an in intelligence I understand <laughs> Anyway, uh, when I return, I uh, still do a lot of uh, reserves services, but in the uh, 
Caputo home front. Home front. Yeah, that's how I get in here. They asked me to come to run the city uh, because of my lot of experience that I've got before. And I'm already 10 years here. And what you see here, it's made all by Tiyavit Nasut. Yeah, by, by making errors, correct them, learning from his mistakes. and uh, So in other words, there's no manual on how to protect yourselves. You figure it out. He made the manual. Yeah. Or oh, you wrote the manual. Yeah. yeah. And all the cities in the south of Israel uh, came here to study. And if you go there, you see a lot of what you see in here. So there are similar operational centers yeah. below ground. I know we're inside of reinforced concrete and steel. Yeah. That is explosive proof, gas proof, um, so that the cities will continue to run the infrastructure right. during and then after whatever operation should come in terms of rocket attacks or missile attacks from the south, correct? Right. So I know this is a steel reinforced helmet. Is this what everyone wears when yeah. something happens? Everyone that work in my stuff or the people that have to support us. This is heavy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's not like the army style, but the army got the best. What they don't need more, they are send it to us. Uh, and everyone in Ashkelon in his car got a helmet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying everybody that lives in this city? No, not live. People that work in my stuff. I got it. Yeah. So it's a big reinforced helmet, steel, and padding, and everybody has to wear this yeah. that works for you. Yeah. And they all also have basic uh, toolkit for uh, basic search and rescue missions in case they're near a house that was hit, because every minute is critical. Yeah, we, we're going to go upstairs and look in the back of the general's truck to, to show what you showed us earlier, which is uh, every vehicle is basically a mini search and rescue vehicle in case a house is hit so you can get in quickly and get the family out and do whatever you can for yeah. them, right? Yeah. I think it happened to you. You were the first one several times inside houses yeah. that were hit. Yeah. An incredible tour with General Grinfeld and Major Grinfeld, we're very appreciative. I'm Barry Nussbaum. Thank you for joining us on Because You Asked. You can always visit our website at americantruthproject.org or on Facebook or on Twitter. And you can always write to me at Barry at americantruthproject.org and I promise to get back to you. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.